Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day today, as always. And if you need anything, be sure to give us a call up at Health Masters or check out the website at healthmasters.com. Over the next probably month or so, I've told you guys we're going to be bringing together an all-new, revised, updated, brand-new website platform that's going to have a lot of updated stuff on it. It's going to be really cool. I'm really excited. I've been working on it with our IT guy. So be ready for that when you see it. I've tried to keep a lot of stuff as similar as possible. So it's going to be easier to navigate, but there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff on there with auto ship options. And I think we're going to do something as far as with a uh, like reward points. So basically and you spend money, but you also are getting like rewards. So you can go in and convert those in and get free product. So really, really cool stuff I'm working on right now. So I'm really excited about it. So get ready in a month from now. It's going to be pretty cool. And as for the time being, be sure to check out the vitamin C on the immunity sale right now for 30% off the excellent C also to the BOGO joint relief formula, along with the magnesium brain food on product of the week, check it on the website, healthmasters.com. And we appreciate your continued support emails. Thank you for everything you do because we couldn't do this without you. We won't be on the show without you. And we definitely wouldn't be commercial free <laughs> for a straight hour without the support of healthmasters.com. So thank you so much. Now, yesterday, I talked in detail about the worst trade deal in the history of deals with Brittany Griner and the arms trader. And, you know, what's interesting is it's been buzzing all mainstream media. And I always tell you guys, whenever you start seeing mainstream media cover the same thing over and over and over again, which this is literally one of the stupidest things I've ever seen done, even by the Biden administration. I mean, you, you can't make much worse of a deal than this. Somebody that blatantly says they hate the United States, hardcore BLM supporter, kneels at every basketball game, says the United States is so oppressive, she can't stand it while she makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year playing basketball and gets busted for pot possession in Russia. And we swap her out for the pretty much one of the largest arm dealers in the history of the world. And you can see a lot of the stuff that he was involved in is loosely based on that brought up yesterday, Lord of War, very violent film. I don't really recommend it, but the film is definitely a depiction of his life and what he was involved in. And some of the incidences that he was involved in were very, very directly depicted in that film. But yet you're seeing this covered when it's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard of in my life. And at the same time yesterday, the FDA quietly approved the Moderna Pfizer bivalent COVID-19 injection for kids six months old and older. They amended the emergency use authorization. Now, I can't really even rationalize in my mind how you can justify an emergency use authorization for a bivalent shot that let me reiterate, my friends, has had zero clinical trials and safety testing on humans. Zero. There's zero. They tested the shot on mice. They submitted more documentation stating that they felt it was safe for humans, even though as of right now, just in the last three months since this bivalent shot has been released on adults, there's been 10,547 reported severe side effects on VAERS with 90 deaths directly related to the shot. Remember, this is the VAERS report. They say roughly 1% to 2% actually gets reported. 
even if even if those numbers were accurate and they weren't you know devalued so to speak with one two percent and you have ten thousand severe side effect cases in three months and 90 deaths why in the world would you even consider giving this to children much less six month olds these kids can't talk they can't communicate they can't tell you they're having chest pains they just scream and cry and the very fact that the fda is so stinking corrupt and bought and paid for by the pharmaceutical industry they're doing this right now under emergency use. I brought this up before. I've continued to bring this up. When does the lunacy and the emergency use stop? I mean, and I'm asking that sincerely. Where Where's the emergency right now with COVID? Where's the emergency with children dropping dead from actual COVID? The answer is there's none. There's zero. There never has been. There's been zero, zero significant threat to the main children population. But yet we're still rolling this shot out. We're pretending like this is okay while we're literally watching kids drop dead on fields at basketball games, at football games, blacking out and going into cardiac arrest, 10, 12, 14-year-old kids after they get this shot. The VAERS report, there's a bunch of reports just from the bivalent shot as far as in teenagers, because remember, they already approved this for teenagers. Here's VAERS report, ID 2436380, 14-year-old boy in Colorado. Received first shot, bivalent, uh, Pfizer bivalent, immediately started seizing, twitching head back, non-responsive for five seconds, nauseous, loss of all his colors. VAERS ID 2464293, 15-year-old girl in Pennsylvania. Patient passed out and hit the wall was breathing responsive while laying on the floor. MP relocated patient to Minute Clinic to wait for medical response team. VAERS ID report ID 2469841. 14-year-old boy in North Carolina. Patient started having immediate chest pains and tightness after bivalent Pfizer shot. Was instructed to go to the emergency room for fear of myocarditis in patient-specific population. At the emergency room, he was given chest x-rays, blood work taken, and consulted to see pediatric cardiologists later this week. I, I mean, I can, just, I can just keep going down the list. There's a whole list of him, I'm just pages. When is this supposed to be Okay. And I mean that sincerely, guys. When are people going to start talking about this? I'm vocal about it, and so is Dad. Why is nobody bringing this up? Why is nobody wanting to talk about this out in public? Why are we all pretending like this isn't happening right now while we literally have our young generation dropping dead and coming down with all types of health problems after they get this shot and while the FDA just silently approves this while we're talking about one of the stupidest prisoner swaps in recorded history? FDA goes, yeah, it's a good idea. We start injecting six-month-olds with a bivalent RNA gene therapy shot that's had zero human trials. I mean, I really don't know what else to say on this, guys. I really, really encourage you, please, forward these shows. If you can't forward these shows due to blowback, at least forward the articles. We put them on the website every single day. This has to be brought up and talked about. We can't keep pretending like this is going to go away because, my friends – they're not letting it go away. They're going to keep pushing the shot as long as people keep voluntarily injecting it into their bodies. Always remember, and I said this from the beginning, you have to consent to get this shot. They've never injected somebody against their will in the United States with this RNA gene therapy shot, not one time. Now they said, we're going to fire you or we're not going to let you do this, and they've done all these kind of sanctions. They've never held somebody down on a gurney and injected them 
against their consent. You have to sign a paper and you have to consent to this. As long as the population continues to consent to be injected with RNA gene therapy, they're going to keep doing this. That is why it is our duty to continue to bring the topics up that's going on right now and continue to warn people about this. I mean, when you start reading these various reports and you can go through them, guys, they're, they'll make you mad. To constantly see the same thing over and over and over and over again in these teenagers. And now we're going to start experimenting this bivalent shot on infants. Infants? And just, oh, it's, it's totally cool, man. It's totally okay. The FDA needs to be completely dismantled from the ground up, period. This type of behavior and this willful, wanton disregard for human life and safety right now is so egregious to me. I, I mean, it's hard for me to even verbalize it without using any type of bad words. I'll be honest with you. It makes me so mad. This has to get brought up, my friends. Keep forwarding it. Keep talking about it. Keep warning parents because this is not okay, Dad. What do you think? We, we, we told everybody a month ago this was going to happen. I mean, yeah. you know, they amended the emergency use authorization, which basically gives everybody a get out of jail free card, get out of getting lawsuit free card. It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, all these small children with myocarditis and pericarditis. And, and what did uh, Dr. Lee Merritt say on our show? Within five years, 50% of these people who come down with myocarditis are dead. I mean, what kind of life expectancy is that for a, for a newborn? But remember, when they can come to a person and they can destroy them when they're first born, that's as close as that little baby's going to ever be to God, period. And they love to do that to torment God. And you think, well, gosh, Ted, that sounds sick. And Well, yeah, it is sick. Because everything they do is against God. Remember that. And they want to destroy everything. These guys are basically like a, like we mentioned so many times, a sex death cult. And it comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. And they're a bunch of perverts. That's why you've got a million children missing in the United States every year. But, you know, where do they go? And why does the mainstream media talk about it? And it's just the whole thing is just so macabre. It's just so strange. And now they want to inject little children who can't even talk. I can't say, Mommy, my chest hurts. Mommy, my heart hurts. Mommy, my ribs hurt. Or my, my mommy is just going to sit there and just scream. And, uh, you know, the pediatricians that are doing this, may they reap what they've sown. I'll say that to them. That's all I can say. I'm not going to pray some imprecatory prayer. May they reap what they've sown as they can deal with themselves because they're going to see the same children they injected coming back into their offices screaming. And, and it's sad to me because, I mean, this is like some kind of reality show we're on. In fact, the burning platform – they came out with an article a few weeks a week ago. And I'm going to repost it again. It says, we are trapped in a Truman show directed by psychopaths. And I thought, you know, I was going to cover this the other day, but then I ran out of time on the show. So I'm going to cover it back to I'm going to talk about this. And, uh, you know, here's what the article goes on to say, and I'll put some commentary in it. Orwell's boot on the face vision is only now being initiated because a few too many critical thinkers have awoken from their pharmaceutically induced stupor and begun to question the plot line of this spectacular masquerading, the spectacle masquerading as our reality. The mass formation psychosis infecting the weak-minded masses, relentless mass propaganda designed to mislead and inform, misinform and brainwash a dumbed-down and government-indoctrinated populace and complete control of the storyline through media manipulation, regulation, and censorship of the truth – has, has truth has run its course. As Charles McKay said 180 years ago, the masses go mad as a herd, but only regain their senses slowly and only then one by one. This morning I was talking to a couple, a great couple, and I was talking about the blood of Christ and about the power of the Holy Spirit and about being fused with the Holy Spirit. It's always one by one, isn't it? We bring people back. The article goes on to say, my recognition 
my recognition that the world seems to be scripted and directed by a Machiavellian manager working behind a dark shroud, kind of like the Wizard of Oz and who's behind the curtain, representing an invisible governing authority, holding our minds, suggesting our ideas, dictating our tastes. You know, this is all back with Freud and all the, you know, and Bernays and all the rest of these guys with mass marketing, creating fear, triggered a recollection of the 1998 Jim Carrey movie, The Truman Show. Wow. Unbelievable. And it says that basically Truman was living in the American dream rather than in an escapable dystopian techno prison. <laughs> the first task is, is to instill fear into the masses through fake videos, fake medical experts viewing fake facts, denying the reality that masks, social distancing and locking down the world did not stop a microscopic virus while suppressing treatments which were clearly safe and effective like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, vitamin C, D3K2, zinc, and forcing Fauci's remdesivir and ventilators on patients injuring their deaths, ensuring their deaths. Truman's life was built upon lies, deception, and fake narratives controlled by a tyrannical dictator and director putting on a show to please the bosses and maximize profits, and that's what we're in today. How many times have you have Austin and I said to you guys on the show, we're living in a circus clown show? That's what this is. It's just, a, it's just an act. The whole thing's a three-ring circus. They run the circus yesterday with this prisoner exchange while the FDA approves shots down at the age of six to blunt the trauma that's going to cause from the shots and to people so people won't speak about it in the news, won't have anything else to talk about. Since March 2020, we've been trapped in a dystopian reality show based on lies, deception, and fake narratives about a weaponized virus created in the lab funded by Anthony Fauci and utilized to further the totalitarian Great Reset agenda of Schwab, Gates, their Inc., okay, while maximizing the products of Pfizer, owned by them, TV networks, owned by them, filling the pockets of politicians, owned by them, shills, owned by them, and other people willing to sell out the people of our country for 30 pieces of silver. As the Truman Show approaches 30th anniversary, Truman began discovering unusual elements, such as a spotlight falling out of the sky in front of his house, and a radio channel precisely described his movements. He began to awaken to the fact that he was nothing but a peculiarity trapped in a cage and constantly deterred from escaping at every turn for the good of the show. He lived in a scripted world of conformity where questioning the plot was not allowed and masses just played their parts. This is exactly how dictatorship without tears uses technology, pharmaceuticals, the Bible calls it pharmakia, and psychological manipulation to convince the masses to love their servitude. By 2020, by 2030, you'll owe nothing, you'll owe nothing, and, and you'll, you'll be happy. We're going to change you. We're going to change your DNA. You know, Klaus Schwab, yeah. This is the reality show we've been living in during this 21st century. Dictatorship, dystopia of dunces. But the psychological phenomenon is not new to mankind. As Plato describes an ancient Truman show analog in the 4th century BC with allegory of the cave, the nature of human beings has not changed across the trials and the tribulations of time. Wow. And we begin to realize that whereas the truth is that the state in which the rulers are most reluctant to govern is always the best and most quietly governed, and the state in which they are most eager is the worst. And we see this over and over and over who these people are and what they believe and what they do. And now, I'm going to say something to you guys, and I'm giving you the verses because I'm always being asked, what can we do about this? And I've given you the scripture, but I haven't given you the book, chapter, and verse. It's out of Romans 8, 11, starting in verse 10. But if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit, the energy fields, your spirit is alive because of righteousness, because Christ has changed you from the inside out. I'm adding that. And if the spirit of him who 
raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. <laughs> Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh or to live according to it. And I, and I, want, I want to share with you a couple more verses on this, and I want to let you see it. It's pretty clear that when Peter basically denied Jesus and that Christ was crucified, resurrected, and came back up, right? He basically changed Peter. This failed disciple who Jesus spent, you know, you know, who spent the trial of Jesus cowering in the corner, has now stood before the greatest religious leaders of Israel and declared allegiance to the to Jesus. But while that's exciting, it is a discipleship, and Peter knows it. If he truly is Jesus' disciple, it's time to show it to the world. But now the same spirit, here we go again, guys, that raised Jesus from the dead had filled Peter. It was time for him to show that he could be what Jesus believed he could be. Wow. Here he goes on. Peter becomes like his rabbi Jesus. One day Peter and John entered the courts of the temple, and a beggar called out to them asking for money. Peter replied, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Tim Peter said, this is Acts chapter 3, verses 4 through 10. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them to the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. And when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate, called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had just happened. It was the same power that raised Jesus from the dead that gave Peter the power to get this crippled man walking again. It's as Peter remembered the numerous times that Jesus had healed the lame and crippled. I can imagine Peter seeing the man lying there and hearing his request and realizing that in the moment he was being given the opportunity to be just like Jesus, he did what he knew this rabbi would have done, and the lame walked. You know, religious leaders heard about this, the Sanhedrin, the Pharisees, and they immediately decided to put a stop to what was happening. Jerusalem hadn't even settled down from the events of the Passover and the crucifixion of Christ, and they couldn't have Peter or any of Jesus' disciples stirring up any more trouble. So they arrested Peter and John and later gave them strict instructions not to speak or to heal again in the authority of Jesus. Here's the thing about it is. These guys replied and said in Acts chapter 4, 19, which is right in God's eyes to listen to you or to him. You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. Wow. Now Peter's facing the same opposition from religious leaders that Jesus had fought against. These were the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees, the ones who had crucified Christ. And then Peter, again, becoming like the rabbi, Peter holds firm. The apostles were bought and made to appear before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high priest. We gave you strict orders not to teach in his name, he said. Yet you've come and filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you were determined to make us guilty of this man's blood, which they were. Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than human beings. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a cross, and God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and savior, that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. Wow. And suddenly Peter was also be told, according to his rabbi, to raise somebody from the dead. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she began sick and died, and her body was washed to place in an upstairs room. Lydia was near Joppa, and when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydia, they sent two men to him and urged him, please come at once. Peter went with him, and he arrived. He was taken upstairs to the room, and all the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and the clothing that Dorsus had made while she was still with him. 
Peter sent them all out of the room. Why would he do that, friends? I'm going to stop here for a second because he didn't want their unbelief to be in there. He wanted to have the power that raised Jesus from the dead come through him. And he got down on his knees and he prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. And seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa. And Peter stayed at Joppa for some time and, and with another tanner named Simon. Peter had raised the dead. Guys, listen to me. The same power that this is talking about right here that raised Jesus from the dead and raised Tabitha from the dead dwells in you. That's what we have against these weirdos who are running the Truman Show, the psychopaths that are doing all of this stuff, the power and the authority of the Most High God through the blood of the Lamb who sanctifies you because of what he did and the sacrifice that he did and the shedding of his blood. You know, Jesus died and he rose from the dead to redeem all mankind from sin and righteousness. By faith, we believe in the word of God that he rose from the dead. But our faith is also based on evidence. The entire Roman calendar was changed to after Jesus' death. That's why we are in 2020-22. The power that raised him from the dead, the resurrection power, is available to all who confess that he is Lord. Those who believe will experience his resurrection power. And some of the signs that will follow will be this. They will sickness and disease will leave and will be healed. And the demons will leave us in his power and we'll, and we'll simply drive them out. Wow, this is like God operating through his Holy Spirit with us, giving us that type of power and authority while we're here. Why don't we see more of this in the churches? I'm asking you guys that now. Why is the church struggling to survive? It's because the churches have become compromised with the world. They play a Christian – they say they play heathen music in the churches. They, they close their books so people can see where the money goes. They live in opulence and splendor with multiple mansions. I knew one guy who had 25 different mansions with a fleet of jets. They've compromised with the world. They become secularized. They won't talk about Christ and Christ crucified in the blood of Jesus. They won't. They play this happy, happy all the time. They've listened to the lies of the devil. They've conformed to his lies. First Timothy chapter four, verse one says the spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience is seared with a hot iron. The world operates on these lies and is so unaware of the resurrection power that resides in us. We have been saved, should know better, but the pressure to conform is huge. That's why we have, to re- we have to reaffirm and be afresh with the power and the anointing of the unfilling of the Holy Spirit. Be ye filled continually with that. Guys, it's important to you this morning. It's important to me this morning to let you know I prayed for you this morning. And the same power that's in Christ that raised him from the dead is in you because you were in blood covenant with the Most High God through Calvary, through a blood sacrifice with Jesus Christ. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's why we've got to stand in the aggregate on this show and your friends and tell them to listen to this broadcast today and make them realize that this is the only way that we are going to take this planet back and this country back. This is it. It's through the blood of the Lamb. And if we do not grab hold of it, lay hold of the power that Jesus gave us, it's going to keep getting worse. And the churches aren't helping, by the way. They're not teaching the real Jesus in many cases. They're teaching a counterfeit Christ. It talks about that in the Bible. you got to understand that the real Jesus sacrificed himself for us. He allowed them to sacrifice him. He could have called out a legion of angels if he wanted to to stop it all. But he knew what he had to do because he knew he had to create a scalar energy field through the shedding of his blood to redeem us back to God the Father Almighty. He knew he had to do that, that we had to have forgiveness of our sins, become one with the Father. He understood that. He was willing to do it. But after he was... In the grave for three days, God the Father, Jesus, the same triune Godhead at this point, decided that he didn't want to be dead anymore. 
He was resurrected from the dead. And that's the power that's in you right now. You don't have to believe the devil's lies. You don't have to conform to the standards of this world. You can walk apart from it and have tremendous power and authority because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Always remember that, guys. I love you. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? You're absolutely right. That was excellent. And the thing is, is this is why I say this so much, why it's so important to protect and also to raise and teach your children the proper ways, biblical principles, morals, ethics. It's being dissolved around us, my friends. This is why there's an all-out war on kids right now. This is why they're doing what they're doing with these shots. This is why they're doing what they're doing in the schools and the media and Disney. I mean, it doesn't – you can't make this stuff up. It's And then what's – it's so frustrating because I've gotten arguments with people before where they're pretending like it's not happening, even Christians. Like that said, you'll you a lot of these a lot of these parents in the schools and a lot of these parents in the churches kind of want to pretend like, oh, nothing's going on. Nothing to see here. Nothing. Nothing. We're not going to talk about any of this. We're just going to pretend that it's not happening. And the problem with it is it's happening right in front of us and it's happening actively and aggressively. Look at what they've done with these Disney films. Look at what they're putting up on YouTube. Look at what they're doing with all these different companies now. By the way, if you look at every single company so far, this is just my own research. You can check me on this if you find an anomaly. Every company I have found that is pushing hardcore tranny ideology and, in my opinion, soft pedophilia introduction and true perversion aiming it at young children, every company that I have found that's a large company – It's owned by the three main equity investors, and you already know who they are, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. Every single time I've looked it up, all the way between Target, Costco, Disney, every single one of them that is pushing and promoting this stuff is owned by these three guys. Guys, it's not not a coincidence. (laughs) There's a direct agenda they're doing here, and they're doing it blatantly in everybody's face. That's why people have to be proactive. They have to protect their kids, and they have to be vocal about stuff. If you don't like something you're seeing, if you somebody's trying to expose something to kids, and it doesn't matter if it's your kids or not. It doesn't matter. No matter whose kids they are. If you see something that's inappropriate, call it out. Project Veritas dropped this video. I'm not going to go into detail of the topic. You can look it up and all of it. But basically, it's the dean – of the Joseph Bruno, Dean of Students at Francis West Parker School. And he blatantly says, he goes, I've been the dean for four years during Pride Week. We do Pride Week every year, and we have an LGBTQ health center come to the classroom. And he talks about the different sexual items that are passing around the children, letting the children play with these adult sexual items. I'm not joking. You can watch the video. It's, it is sick. And he's bragging about it. He's saying, oh, yeah, it's great. It's a really cool part of my job. Goes, we also have a drag queen come in every Pride Week, and she passes out cookies and brownies and does photos. I mean, if, if I didn't know any better, I would say these pedophiles are trying to groom children to accept this type of behavior when I get old, when they get older. Oh, imagine that. Just, just throw that out there. Kind of like that's what they're doing. It is so important. I mean, this is the dean of the school, guys. The dean bragging about handing these items out to children and letting them take photos with drag queen pervert pedophiles why in the world is it now being normal for grown men to dress up 
and tranny wear and go hang out and take photos and coddle children. When did that become okay? I mean, I, I must have missed the memo on that one. It just, just slipped out of my email. Why that's supposed to be normal behavior. And dad called it for what it is. They're doing this to completely and totally subvert the younger culture to bring them completely away from God Almighty. That every thought of every man will be evil all the time. That's what the goal is. And he made a comment about the shots. And, you know, I never really thought of that. I really didn't until he brought that up a minute ago. He said, you know, when a baby is born, they're, I mean, it's the purest form. I've had two kids. It's there for both births. Use midwives. And it, it's, it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible to witness that and see another human being you know, breathe for the first time that you help create. Life there. Boom. It's beautiful. And yet, the first thing they want to do right when it comes out, oh, we need to give them a hepatitis B shot. Oh, we need to give them a vitamin K shot. Let's inject them with more stuff. Hey, by the way, the bivalent COVID vaccine, it's approved for infants now, newborns. We'll start injecting newborns with COVID bivalent RNA gene therapy because, hey, it's science, guys. If you don't trust the science, you're a neo-Nazi, grandma-killing skinhead. you got to listen to me. you got to listen to the doctor. we got to inject this little baby with a shot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not just going to just bypass that like you're not trying to do what I think you're doing. If you have a gut feeling, my friends, and listen to me for a second as a parent, if you have a feeling, that discernment, that Holy Spirit, that gut kick, you feel something, all of a sudden you're like, nah, this isn't right. I've been places before and all of a sudden I'll tell me, I said, no, nah, we're not going this way. I'll take a different route. We're walking somewhere. I said, no, step on the other side of me. It's an all like situation. You get a feeling. Just get your gut check. If you're taking your child to the pediatric office, and you're not feeling good about having them injected with seven more shots at six months old. And you know something's not right. And they're screaming and crying. And the doctor's trying to hold them down to keep injecting them with shots. And you feel like something wrong is happening. Guys, there's a reason why you feel that way. Because something wrong is happening. I had a talk, discussed that with two of our really good friends. Where they were talking about how when they first, their first daughter, that they did. Uh, shots on her from when she was real young and then obviously they, they found out what was going on and all the negative side effects and they immediately stopped they didn't do any on the second one that, that I don't think of and she told me she goes you know she goes it was so strange she goes because my motherly instinct she was when I when I went in for like the second round of shots she goes and they're holding her down and pinning her pinning her pinning her with these shots she goes I felt like something was wrong like I was doing something wrong to my child and she goes and then I realized I am this isn't okay. This isn't normal. We've been brainwashed and indoctrinated through the medical industrial complex through years and years of brainwashing to believe that the only way to stay healthy is to continually keep injecting children with shots full of aluminum and thimerosal and polyasorbent 80 and a host of other toxins. Somehow that's supposed to make everything better. A newsflash. That's your shots. My other siblings, zero shots. My two children, zero shots. And what do you know? Every single one of us are extremely healthy all the time. We rarely ever get sick, ever. With the, with the rare excerpt of us being too pushing on our body and not sleeping and going and working all the time, that, but that's self-induced. But overall, immune system-wise, all of us, extremely strong. How is that happening then? How is that anomaly occurring that you have six individuals right here in front of you that are extremely healthy 
have had zero shots. But yet I constantly am trying to help parents out when they come to me and they're like, dude, my two-year-old, my four-year-old, my five-year-old is constant going in for another surgery. And they need to take his adenoids out. They need to take his tonsils out. They had to put tubes in already. And he's got another RSV infection. Now he's got a lung infection. Now he's got a sinus infection. Oh, and this is happening. This happened. Another ear infection. And I'm like, why has this become normal? My friends, it's not normal. It's abnormal for the children to be sick all the time. It's abnormal to start cutting out organs because they're so inflamed. That's not normal. News flashed to everybody, and I encourage you, talk to your friends the best you can. Not all of them are going to listen. Not all of them. They're not going to listen. Not all of them are. But some of them, that will. Those that have ears to hear, let them hear. Have the word. Have the documentation. Have the literature. Have the knowledge. Have the encouragement. Say, listen. I know it's weird because they, they have done this intentionally with the pediatric offices. They've done it intentionally by incentivizing these clowns to make sure they force these shots on these children. These kids didn't do anything, guys. They're pure, like Dad said. They didn't deserve this. Tasty six-month-old didn't deserve bad gene therapy, RNA gene therapy. They just developed by DARPA on an emergency use with zero clinical trials injected into them. I mean, what, what planet did we wake up on? Said normal. Encourage one another, my friends, and stand firm. We're seeing now this constant talking about dropping the vaccine mandate for the military members. Brought it up yesterday, and I'm just, I'm shaking my head with something like that. With, I mean, good. I'm glad they're talking about it now, a year and a half later. I mean, now what? Was, I mean, so and this whole thing now is just, my opinion, just damage control to try to act like they're doing something. While at the same time, the FDA, FDA is approving the bivalent shot for six-month-olds. I mean, we're, we're as contradictory as it gets. Talk to one another. Get the information out there. And my friends, continue to raise little Americans and protect them for what they're being exposed to in some cases. When I saw this thing with this pervert pedophile Joseph Bruno bragging about handing these sex items to young children, I was nauseous. I saw it. I was like, gosh, there's only one remedy for this guy. I'm not going to say it. It's it. People like this are in the school systems all over the country, my friends. You've got to get involved with your local school boards. You've got to get involved with voting. And by all means, if all else fails, make a move and take your children out and put them in a different school if you have to. Because it is that important right now because they're showing us 100% they absolutely want every thought of every man to be evil all the time. They're not being discreet about it at all anymore like they were 10, 15 years ago, low-key, at all. They're bragging about it now. Understand that your children are your responsibility. Their health is your responsibility. Everything that we're doing right now is going to have a very, very significant impact on that generation and their younger generation. So continue to encourage your friends to stand up and be vocal about the truth. What do you think, Dad? You know, Austin, when uh, you were when Sharon was pregnant with you back in '87, '88, you know, we did research, and I told you about these books before. I got Dr. Mendelson's book, "How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of a Pediatrician." I got Dr. Mendelson's book and "Confessions of a Medical Heretic," and uh, I started really questioning the vaccine narrative. I'm talking about mid '80s, late '80s. And I started really asking the questions, you know, what about these kids with autism? What about these kids with learning disabilities? What about these kids with low IQ scores? What about these kids, 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 kids that have all these health problems? And I started looking at it. And I started thinking, you know, let's just do a cost-benefit analysis with it. You get a child who doesn't get vaccinated, all right, 
and he doesn't have these health problems. You get a child who is vaccinated, he has all these health problems. So why is there even a question and how in the world have they dumbed down the kids and the parents? Now we have multiple, multiple generations getting with 72 to 76 shots now, including now these 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 mRNA shots. Now I'm going to say one thing, and they're saying there was never any clinical research done on these mRNA shots. That's not really accurate. We never had any clinical research that was any any significance released to the public. But DARPA and the rest of the boys and girls, when they were developing these shots, I guarantee you there were clinical references on those shots. And they knew exactly what they were, and they knew exactly what they would do, and they knew exactly what the outcome was going to be, and they knew exactly what the kill rate was going to be. All of this stuff has already been tested, guys. They're not going to just release this and spend trillions of dollars in these subsidies and all the other stuff that they've done in order to test a shot that basically doesn't work. They knew what it was going to do, and that's why it's doing what it is. I've got a friend of mine, PhD from Harvard, brilliant one, one of the smartest people I've ever known, works in cancer research, just sent me a text that she was sick almost the entire month of November. And by the way, yes, she had the vaccine. Her immune system is shot. She says she can't even go outside. She can, can't, she can barely walk. And how many of these people who have had the vaccine now are suffering from long COVID symptoms and they simply aren't recovering? And, and that was the goal. And DARPA knew that. Heck, the people at the higher ups knew that. Now, a lot of people in the FDA are being told what to do. They haven't seen the DARPA research. They're being told the vaccine's working. We've got to do these vaccines and blah, 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 blah. And they're talking about it. But the truth of the matter is, is this whole thing was a giant psyop and it was orchestrated by Donald Trump with Operation Warp Speed because they knew that if some person like Hillary Clinton had said, oh, by the way, you can't do this, you can't do that, and you've got to be injected with this, the Patriots have said no. But the people who are the Trumpers and the Trumpettes – who believed everything Donald Trump said, who believed he was the Messiah, so to speak, you know, using that as a metaphor, which is ridiculous, uh, basically believed him in Operation Warp Speed. He keeps taking credit for what he's done. Chuck Baldwin wrote a letter. And it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty harsh, but I'm going to read it to you. And he goes, folks, listen to me. I, I'm as sick and tired of writing about Donald Trump as probably you are about reading what about Trump. He goes, I wish he would take his horn. I wish he would take his orange hair, his fat derriere, and his, his high-heeled bimbos to one of the overseas mansions and leave America alone. And I should act, add that I'm sick and tired of all the Christians and conservatives who keep trying to defend his arrogant, narcissistic prephood. Move on already. Your man is an embarrassment. He has been opportunist and, frankly, an arrogant, ignorant jackass. He longer, the longer he hangs around, the longer the GOP is going to continue to tank. The longer the GOP is going to be fractured by special interest groups destroying the United States, allowing the Communist Democratic Party to come in and usurp the authority of the true conservatives to allow them to bring more and more and more liberal judges in, more and more group think tanks that are going to push cultural Marxism, more and more school boards, all of this stuff. He goes on to say, I'm sure you've heard of all the Trump's latest buffoonery. Trump is now calling for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. We covered this beginning of the week. Fraud or no fraud that a former president and candidate to be the next president would publicly call out for the outright termination of the U.S. Constitution portrays a man who is not only totally oblivious to the purpose and to the significance of the Constitution and the oath he took to uphold and defend it. It also portrays the heart of a would-be monarch and imperialist. But his extreme ignorance of the Constitution, utter lack of interest in learning anything about it, and his lust for power have always been Trump's Achilles heel when he was president. Trump said this about the unconstitutional, tyrannical seizing of firearms from Americans. 
who have committed no crime under the rubrics of the red flag gun laws, which he tried to push with his daughter to all 50 states. He got it pushed to the floor after Parkland. He says, quote, I like taking the guns early to go to court would have taken a long time. Take the guns first, go through due process second, take the firearms first, and then go to court. That's your buddy Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. That statement revealed much about Trump. It shows he has no respect for the Constitution, Bill of Rights, or freedom. And in that one statement, Trump proposed throwing out the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, the Seventh Amendment, if not the entire Bill of Rights. Now Trump boldly says it's time to terminate the Constitution altogether, and hardly any Republican has even had the courage to publicly rebuke this idiot. The silence is deafening. Can one imagine that the reaction would have been among Republicans, conservatives, evangelicals had that statement been made by Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or any of the other liberal Democratic people? They'd be howling like a pack of wolves. But when Trump says it, it's silence. Of course, the Democrats quickly pounded on Trump's stupid statement from Biden's White, Biden's White House said this. The American Constitution is sacrosanct, a document that for over 200 years has guaranteed that freedom and the rule of law prevail in our country. Eric Swalwell, Democrat out of California. Every constitutional reporter should demand responses from congressional Republicans about Donald Trump's call for the Constitution to be terminated. From dual citizen Adam Schiff, I guess a constitutional conservative is one who is conservative in the support for the Constitution, which when it's not inconvenient. I mean, on and on and on and on. Like, guys, we got Democrats condemning Trump and promoting the Constitution, but Trump hasn't retracted his statement. He hasn't come back to say, look, I miss, you must have understood what I said, you know, whatever. You don't understand? Whatever. If the Republicans would quickly distance themselves from Trump and pull the resources behind DeSantis, this is what the Baldwin is saying, I believe he would win with significant margin of victory unless we have more voting fraud, no matter who the Democratic opponent would be. The COVID tyranny is still fresh in everybody's mind. Only the most ardent defenders of statism and the government overreach continue to admire Fauci, who is a fascist. The vast majority of Americans, and I realize the COVID narrative was a giant con job, pushing remdesivir and causing people to die by the millions all over the world. DeSantis is the only major politician from either party that has courage to aggressively resist the COVID tyranny. On the other hand, Trump continues to enthusiastically promote the COVID narrative and even brags about his part in making it happen. DeSantis could carry his anti-COVID lockdowns and mandates message all the way to the White House. Newsom's ultra-liberal candidacy would even help strengthen DeSantis' message. And Floridians are not moving to California, but Californians are moving to Florida. Guys, I don't know about DeSantis. I've told you that. There's some things in his past about going to, you know, Harvard and going to Yale. I'm not sure what his background is and what he actually believes. I don't have any idea. I know he's a hardcore Zionist. I know that. So is that why he's being pushed to the next leadership level? I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is this. Donald Trump ain't it. And we need to walk away from that guy. And I've been telling you that for four years now. I supported the first couple of years. But I started questioning his third year of his presidency. He said, something ain't right. This guy's pushing red flag gun laws. He's pushing all the stuff that he shouldn't be pushing. And we've got to ask ourselves a question. Why is he doing this and who controls him? Then I realized in 1988 that Wilbur Ross from Rothschild, Inc., no less, bought Trump's out of, brought the Trumps out of bankruptcy again. And basically, as far as I'm concerned, he's beholden to them. That's my opinion. By the way, Dr. McCullough, the mRNA from the COVID job, transferred COVID shot, transfers from jab to unjab, changing human genome. Wow. It's conceivable that the two vaccinated people could actually pass the code for Pfizer and Moderna into their baby permanently, the renowned epidemiologist said. In recent interviews, distinguished internist, cardiologist, and epidemiologist Dr. Peter McCullough shared how studies have indicated that synthetic mRNA from the Pfizer and Moderna experimental vaccines 
they permanently change the body. You can also transfer it to the unvaccinated, and it's changing the entire human genome. Looks like the messenger RNA is transferring from the vaccinated to the unvaccinated now, McCullough told Tanya Gaw from the Action for Canada on November 24th. We've been telling you guys this stuff for almost two years now. The Dallas-based physician has a renowned career in the medical field, including 677 articles in scientific peer-reviewed journals and remains the most published individual in his field in history. McCullough referenced an article of where he cited a study by Helen Banown showing that the lipid nanoparticles that carry the mRNA spread throughout the body and have been shown to be able to be excreted through the body, saliva, sweat, breast milk, and to pass the transplacental barrier. And in a paper by Fairtick and colleagues, the messenger RNA is found circulating in the blood for at least two weeks, the physician told Gaw, and the curves were not going down. That's as long as they looked. Rutland and colleagues have found the messenger RNA in the vaccinated and lymph nodes for months, he explained. Looks like the body is not clearing it out. It can't clear it out because it's incorporated to the cell structure. It's being reproduced by the cell, by the way. Finally, another study from Hanna and colleagues in the JAMA Journal of the American Medical Association showed that the messenger RNA is in the breast milk of ill-advised women who took the vaccine during pregnancy. Summarize these thoughts, McCullough proposed in the rhetorical question, could you actually take a vaccine inadvertently by close contact or by kissing or by sexual contact or breastfeeding? It looks like the answer is yes. Furthermore, he explained that the mRNA has never been demonstrated to actually leave the body. They look like they're permanent, as well as the spike protein that's produced after them. This is very disturbing. The message of RNA, it looks like it's for keeps. Every shot is accumulating in the body. This is why they want constant boosters every eight weeks with no ability for the body to get rid of it. The former president of the Cardinal Society of America explained. Now, I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject one thing here. Number one. A vast majority of people probably got a placebo on that first shot. Just want to mention that. Number two, I believe that you can mitigate the symptoms associated with the clot shot with intravenous vitamin C, with vitamin C orally, with antioxidants, with vitamin A, D, C, selenium, all these different compounds, I believe will help that. Now, if you continue to take the booster after booster after booster after booster, you might as well bend over and kiss your old butt goodbye because it ain't going to help. You're going to be, you're going to die. I'm just letting you know that. Just, just let you know that it's, it's not going to help. And this is the sad part. These people are lining up for these shots over and over and over again, discussing the ramifications of this. Back to the article, McCullough explained providing advice for his patients is very difficult. Having first advised his unvaccinated patients to refrain from kissing and sexual contact with a vaccinated person for 30 days, he extended it to 90 days and was considering it extended from that point forward. I know there are married couples, all kinds of personal implications here, he commented. The cardiologist revealed that he'd been told these realities were impacting dating apps. And we're now one of the most important checkboxes. Somebody is unvaccinated. People really don't want to date vaccinated people. Cited two more studies. McCullough conveyed another alarming finding that the mRNA remains in the body for an extended period of time. It looks like they do permanently install it to the human genome. That's exactly what they do through what we call reverse transcription. So this disturbing is that not only did the vaccine not get out of the body, but now they're changing the human genome. This is shown in the human hepatomia line, cell line, and it's conceivable that two vaccinated people could actually pass the code from Pfizer or Moderna into a baby permanently, changing their DNA. Gosh, guys, it keeps getting better and better. The government has then, the government as they developed these vaccines, DARPA, they kind of rushed it through the final stages. No, they didn't. They knew exactly what it was due. 
there were no assurances that they were safe. Yeah, they knew they were not safe. There was, you know, genotoxicity or tetrosigenesis. Yes, there were. They had all that stuff from DARPA. They stopped up, but they're not publishing it. And in autopsy studies, despite protein produced from the genetic material, is found in the heart and in the brain, the physician explained. So I can tell you, everyone who has taken the vaccine has this material in their brain, their heart, their adrenal glands, their reproductive organs, their testicles, their ovaries. It's a terrible thought. My heart goes out to people who have taken the vaccine, he lamented. McCullough has been the most competent and compelling critic of the draconian COVID-19 restrictions, lockdowns, and mandates imposed over the last two and a half years. As an alternative, he has pervasively advocated for the cultivation of natural immunity and early treatment through effective therapies. You know, you read this stuff and you wonder, why in the world won't the mainstream media talk about this? Why in the world won't they come in and say, look, we made a mistake? Oh, that's right. I answered that question the other day. Fox is owned by Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. Oh, that's right. As are all the major media companies are, either or that or the bloodline families. They control the narrative because, remember, the Rothschild banking cartel controls and owns AP Wire and Reuters. They tell the shows and the studios what they're going to talk about. That's why you can watch those videos on YouTube where you have 40 or 50 different newscasters reading the exact same script, guys. But listen to me. The script that they read, it's not our script. It's not our script. We don't have to believe it. We don't have to believe the lies. And it's like this article that I read about the Truman Show. More and more people are waking up, and they're realizing what's going on. And they understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's why they crank the screws down. They crank the screws down because we're waking up. You know, the people you know, sleep or awaken. I mean, they finally have got us to the point where the alt media is bigger and more more publicized and stronger than the mainstream media is for all the bulk of Christians and patriots out there who only listen to alt news now. They finally have realized that the mainstream media has lost its ability to lie to people continually and have the vast majority of these patriots and Christians believe it. And once we get to that tipping point where finally when the people start listening because their relatives are dying, they'll maybe change their mind as far as taking more boosters. But will they really? Remember what Jesus said? I tell you the truth, even if somebody returns from the dead, they will not listen. What does light have in common with darkness? The world basically just chose to say that the world would prefer the lie over the, the truth, it says in the word. And that's the thing that we've got to realize. It's only through shows like this where I'm telling you the truth and also telling you the truth or Jeff Renson, he's telling you the truth. And we telling you by basically it's only through Christ. We don't have a, a political solution to this mess. The entire voting machines are hacked in the majority of the states now. And Chuck Ball was talking about it. Well, we all get behind DeSantis. We get Trump elected or not Trump elected, DeSantis elected. I don't think that's possible at this point until we get actual voting machines that work, that aren't subject to being hacked. And that's one of the things that we understand is one of the key things they've got to do to destroy a republic is make the people believe that the, re- that the voting doesn't matter anymore. And, you know, you got to inflate the currency and you've got to do all the things that they've done. The things they had that 10 step process on doing all of this. I covered it on with Jeff French's show last night. And we need to understand who they are and what they do. But, guys, they put trillions of dollars into massively increased inflation to make people who sitting around the house are getting large amounts of money now go out and buy things that don't exist with money they don't have because they were given it to by the government. And then they basically gave you the PPP, the personal protection or the payroll protection program. And now they're running through with another 85,000 IRS agents to do forensic auditing on the people that took those loans. So they can go in and seize their businesses, seize their companies, or close them down. It's all orchestrated, guys. It's the same people who run the planet. It's always been the same people since the ancient Canaanite times. Always remember that. And always remember, we have the authority over it. That's why I did that show. That's why I talked about it today. It's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, dwells in me. 
the feeling, the power when you get infused with the Holy Spirit. It's like an electrical field comes into you. It's the most amazing thing you've ever felt. And that's what I want for all of you guys. That's why I pray for you every single day. You guys have a super blessed weekend. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up. I will talk to you guys tomorrow, uh, Monday. Absolutely. I hope everybody has an absolutely fantastic weekend. And, you know, as we continue to just watch things that are happening right now, like Dad said, you know, we're seeing now, hopefully, that's what I've been trying to encourage people to do, is to continually work with one another and try to get the truth out there. You know, there's the one website, How Bad Is My Shot? And it talks, it shows a graph on there as far as how many people, you know, took the first shot and the second dose and so forth. And I've been on the exact same uh, standpoint as him. I think the first phase of shots, I think a huge portion of them were placebos because they didn't want to have massive blowback and huge fallout from a health standpoint right out of the gate. You know, if you get 70, 80 percent of the population a shot, all of a sudden everybody starts going and being hospitalized with myocarditis and dropping dead. Uh, people kind of get attention real fast. If you notice, it was when they got into the booster shots is where you started seeing severe side effects and even worse in the younger children. This entire thing was a big fat experiment. And that's exactly right. They, they, the clinical trials, remember DARPA didn't have to release any of that. That's, that's all blacklisted stuff. They can redact all that under national security. DARPA doesn't have to release any of that stuff. It's not a pharmaceutical company. What they developed in those labs with DARPA is what they have used now on the American populace and telling everybody that, oh, it's totally safe, totally effective. Ironically, as the numbers of effectiveness continue to go down, 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 and they played it perfectly. The whole thing was scripted from the beginning. 98% effective in preventing COVID. Oh, well, it doesn't actually stop you from getting COVID. It just reduces your symptoms. Oh, well, it doesn't really reduce your symptoms and doesn't actually really do anything. Well, it doesn't make you sick. Well, it actually can make you have myocarditis. Uh, but, you know, that's when you need to get the next booster. The next booster will protect you. If you get the next booster, it will protect you even more. You get the next booster, it will make you even more protected. It's it, it's lunacy. The whole thing was a complete and total sham from the beginning. If you know somebody is continually lying to you about the same thing over and over and over again, at what point do you stop believing them and you call them out? Just ask that question. If somebody continues to lie dead face to you over and over and over and over again and you know they're lying, they know they're lying, they know that you know they're lying, at what point do you finally go, bro? You're a lying moron. I'm not listening to anything you're going to say anymore. But yet, somehow, the American populace still watches CNN and still gobbles it down and says, oh, oh, you trust the science. There's no science backed on anything as far as for safety. It's all developmental research science they did to do exactly what they wanted. So my friends continue to get the truth out there. And like Dad said, you know, even if you did get the shot – Keep your immune system strong. Detox your body. The magnesium brain food is great for chelating heavy metals with the EDTA chelation therapy that we have. Both of those stacked together really, really nice. Also, too, you can look at the GHI cleanse. That's a really good product. I love that product. Really helps out with inflammation in the gut. Really helps out with digestion. You can do a two- to three-day GHI cleanse fast which I have done before, where you pretty much just drink GHI cleanse shake for a few days. It's really good for you, though. You do the vanilla one, run about three to four shakes a day. That'll still give you enough calories if you're active so you don't start getting that kind of tired fasting if you don't want to do a full fast. And it'll really, really help detox your body and let your body just 
calm down and get the inflammation out because that's why, in my opinion, dad's done the same research, why you're seeing so many gut problems now in the United States. Constant people coming down with Crohn's, coming down with all these issues with your gut. It's the GMO. It's the oils. It's the GMO oils. It's the high fructose corn syrup. It's everything getting sprayed down with Roundup all the time. That's why I tell you it's always best as can to do GMO-free organic grass-fed food best you can and i get it you, know, you can't do it all the time and i know it gets expensive sometimes as well but a lot of times you get specials and deals depending on where you look but i'm telling you right now that makes a huge difference on overall health so thank you again my friends for the continued support be sure to check out the vitamin c if you want to grab that right now on sale for 30 percent off just got a big batch in last week i told you guys Put it on sale for a very short time, move some inventory around. So be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com along with the magnesium brain food on sale as product of the week. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Hope you enjoy yourselves, have fun, do stuff with the family or whatever you guys are doing. Have a good time. We'll be back on this show, as we always are, Monday next week. So you continue to stay safe, stay strong, get the truth out there, my friends. Appreciate you guys so much. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you.